Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Cheerio, Ashley. (laughs) Cheerio, Pip. I don't know any other British names I can think of off the top of my head. You know, with this recap, I learned what I think they said eggs and soldiers were. Like, I've never heard that saying in my entire life. It's a poached egg that you eat with bread. I don't even remember hearing that in the film. So I'm glad you caught it. If my eggs ain't scrambled, I don't want it. So. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for coming back. Ashley and I are recapping this gem of a movie, Rye Lane. It came out in 2023. It is a rom-com, an hour and 22 minutes long, rated R. Here's a quick summary. Yaz and Dom, two 20-somethings, both reeling from bad breakups, connect over the course of an eventful day in South London, helping each other deal with their nightmare exes and potentially restoring their faith in romance. Cass, I'm only going to give you the two main characters. We have David Johnson as Dom and Vivian Apraya. I want to call her Oprah so bad. And I know that's not her name as yes. Uh, This film was directed by Rain Allen Miller. And the screenwriters were Nathan Byron and Tom Melia. Rotten Tomatoes critics gave this film 98%. Audience scores 87%. And Google users gave this film 83%. Ashley, what's your grade for Rye Lane? My grade for Rylane is a B, so I agree with the audience score. Um, it was definitely rom-com vibe-ish, a new generation with the meet cute uh, that they had and then kind of the let's spend the day together and see what happens type of vibe. So um, I recognize the guy David from the one show that was on HBO where they were freshly graduated going into the stock market and finance world and all of that. So this was, yes, thank you. So this was an interesting transition for him in terms of roles that I've seen him in so far. Um, But yeah, I mean, it was, you know, a journey that I enjoyed going down with our two main characters to kind of figure out their ish in terms of their love lives and see if, we can make this thing work. So it's a B. What about for you? It's a B for me as well. I love a rom-com and I love a good British moment. And this movie had me calculating. Like it's just very witty humor and very quick humor because it'll just like fly over your head if you miss it the first time. And I love that. 
this is my introduction to both of these actors and so I just love how colorful it, it was but and borderline whimsical when we got like flashbacks of their um, past relationships and in just general situations but I also loved how like just ordinary they were at the same time you know what I mean it's just like two normal people two strangers getting to know one another and falling in love they didn't have the typical fabulous rom-com jobs nope they didn't have even the fabulous fashion you know houses correct (laughs) because dom was living at home (laughs) i appreciated the ordinary of this of this journey as well with that being said let's go ahead and get into our spoiler alert all right so the movie begins with a crying dom at his kfc buddy nathan's art exhibit i felt like it was giving real sex education vibes by the way i see that and, for sure, especially starting in the bathroom stall yes 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 and yes just wanted to take a week speaking of the me cute you know we love a good me cute but when did it happen did it happen in the stalls or did it happen when she found him in the gallery I guess one could say it happened in the stall because they spoke to each other. If they hadn't spoken, then I guess that's not it. But once you speak, then we've met, right? So even though it was a little awkward and he thought that it was the men's room, they had a a -a (laughs) tete-a-tete. Well, this art exhibit was something else, Ashley. Uh, Their friend Nathan had me rolling, talking about we know more about the planet Jupiter and the mouth is the stone head to the face. I was like, sir, what? Art speak. What? I loved how Dom was actively trying to find a word to describe it. He went as far as to say that it was cer- cerebral, lyrical, and expressive. Do you have an adjective for the photography of all those mouths, Ashley? Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but I preferred this than the later show that we're going to get. <laughs> so I, I guess know, I'll man. say that this was the warm up to what was to come. You know, so my adjective is warm up. Warm up. Yeah, this is the warm up. My adjective is peculiar. <laughs> like, like. I'm busy asking why, sir. In addition to me asking why, Dom was bullied into buying one of those. What are those photos? Talking about it was a investment. When he called it an investment, I was like, oh, he was in some big trouble. Knowing that good and dang well, he's like, when he go, when he gets big, it's gonna be all right. Would you buy artwork from a friend, even if it's not your taste? If I can afford to support, I will support. That is true of I will. I would have. Um, If it was some astronomical price for what it was, then no, my support was showing up today. So (laughs) we, I have to, we'll have to see, you know, we'll have to see. But in his case, if it was affordable, even though for Dom, it may not have been because I don't know his financial situation was at the moment uh, in your 20s. But if I could afford it, I would purchase. 
something. Well, we know that Dom was there because he was doing some recon on his ex and he found out that Nathan was part of a painting party of the flat that he moved out of. I was like, sir, you're looking kind of desperate. You're already showing up looking real sad, having crying breaks in the bathroom. It's just not a good look. But I, I mean, was was he helpless or do you think this was the best thing for him like to get out the house? I think that it's difficult because this is a friend group. So even if you're going out and you're trying to escape from what's going on, is it best to be around the people who are going to either bring it up or remind you of the situation? And I would have felt betrayed by my friend who went. Yeah, I was there for 45 minutes. The circumstances are really, really messy. So I would have felt some type of way. Now, then I may have broken your photo that I just purchased because I would have been upset. So true. So true. And and Yaz is there because uh her 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 friend is the artist girlfriend Cass. The two walk out of the exhibit and end up walking together. Uh they make introductions. We find out that Dom and his clutches of the colonel post-KFC life. <laughs> it's an accountant. I'm quoting yes for that. And and that's what I loved about this movie, just the clever ways that they said said certain things. And yes is a costume designer who was inspired by the Prince Purple Rain. First of all, what six-year-old is watching Purple Rain? Me. You watch Purple Rain that young? Probably. I told you I watched all the the fact that I was watching the bodyguard, I was watching all types of stuff when I was a young child. Not when I got older. No, I was watching them when I was a child. We gave more clarity of Dom's relationship. He was with his girlfriend for six years and they had been broken up for three months. I'm not going to lie. I'm just like, y'all been broken up for three months and you still crying this tough? Like, but what they say, it takes like how many years? The time you were with someone to get over them was the philosophy from Sex in the City. Charlotte said that. Half the amount of time. So that means it would take him three years to get over. And the way that she ripped this band-aid to end this relationship, because we find out in their journey together, Dominguez, that he is on his way to meet up with his ex-girlfriend Gia and his best mate, Eric. The story about how he found out they were together. She was supposed to meet him at the theater and she calls him and tells him that she can't make it he accidentally takes a picture and sees his friend's dick when he said that i know that dick (laughs) (laughs) and it's it's a shot of them peeing together i really asked i asked him i was like so do you guys know each other's dicks like that like straight friends or whatever and he's like nah (laughs) that is not a thing for sure not made that scene even funnier to me <laughs> shout out to to him being someone who hated to miss the film previews i'm with you yes hated. sir there is a such thing as movie etiquette now i will say his order was a bit much sir talking about i need an inch worth of ice 
Like, get over yourself. But I thought that was for her. He was saying she was super particular. So he went to get the snacks and got them the way she wanted them because he knew how particular she was about everything. Got it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, so maybe I... I just was outdone with how he was getting so specific over a theater order. I feel like in the theaters, like in real life, they wouldn't let you get away with that stuff. They'd be like, I have other customers in line. You're going to get what I give you. Keep it moving. Or get it yourself. There's a lot of self-serve these days. So he's on his way to meet his ex-girlfriend and his best mate at one of their favorite restaurants. When when I found out the details of this breakup, I'm like, no wonder his heart was so broken. Like, I was not rocking with Dom in, in the beginning because I was just like, sir, pull yourself together. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. This, this was rough. And to show up to this meetup, them having zero remorse and accountability was baffling ashley when she says there's a shelf life to guilt is there no she's an asshole clearly an asshole and eric is an idiot right it's like i can't even talk to him for two minutes like i cannot take this man seriously nothing about this situation was ideal like her attitude i was like i don't know how you were with her for six years she seems very self-centered and cruel Yep. Then you have this idiot over here who's, I don't know, he's like the the clown at the fucking circus. And then you got Dom sitting over here still heartbroken. I'm like, bro, you got the better end of the stick that you got both of them hopefully out your life. That is so real. That is so real. Like, I literally have in my notes that Eric is a grade A bonehead. He's an idiot. I didn't mention this before the meetup, but Yes was open to hanging out with Dom during this difficult situation. And he was like, oh no, I can't invite some random. This is a solo trip. I was like, ouch. But ouch. the truth though. Like I just met it you today. True. This is a real situation between my lifelong best friend and my six year long girlfriend that he probably had thoughts of marrying like I get him I'm not just about to bring some random person now but also one would say does that mean you don't think she's hot enough because I guarantee you if you feel like somebody fine enough you definitely taking them no matter how long you've known them to go uh, meet up with your ex points were made Ashley points (laughs) were (laughs) but yes comes in like a freaking hurricane I mean, calling out, talking about, oh, so you're the low risk cock. <laughs> <laughs> but when Eric was like, oh, I see you traded up. I was like, yes, yes. You're, you're something else. But did you notice how quick that energy shift though? Yeah, because she thought she, I'm sorry, his ex thought she had the upper hand in the situation, obviously. Easy. She thinks, Easy. oh, we're coming and feeling bad for you because of what we she did She knew how, how much she hurt him. She knew. She's trash. I mean, let that go. She's trash. It will be, it, it's, it's easier to me in those situations. It's almost like, well, you're not even a good person. Like, I don't know why I'm wasting this energy. It'll be, it would have been harder. It would have been a harder situation if they had put him in a circumstance where the best friend is like, amazing and then right. his ex is like 
super kind, super sweet, right. you know, very uh, apologetic. Like the way they set this up, it was so easy to be like, man, you're better off. Truly, truly. But Yaz came in swinging first talking about their meet cute, <laughs> like how they met concert vibe and all. Uh, his ex didn't believe it. Time out. You did karaoke. He said, I guess you're right. People do change. We also found out in this conversation that Eric lost his job because he was pissing in bottles and leaving them in his locker. <laughs> Truly an idiot. And I was, it was a breath of fresh air when Yaz just called everybody out on a shit. She was like, so you mean to tell me you left an accountant for this unemployed bonehead? Yes, truly dropped the mic. And I loved every moment of it. She did. Did you notice how much Dom's personality changed after that? Mm -hmm. He was like an entirely new person ready to face the world. (laughs) Conquered the beast that were his ex and best friend at the moment anyway yeah well the sun was still out ashley so you know what that means they decided (laughs) to continue hanging out (laughs) they decided to pick up some burritos by the way i'm not eating burritos on a date that's a bad idea so you're big on date food there's date etiquette because i'm not trying to i'm not trying to have to go to the bathroom huh in the middle of this date what else what else is a no like uh like it's garlic off the table so no pasta Mm. like what I don't tend to like or go for super heavy garlicky dishes anyway so pasta is not I've done lasagna on a first date I've done alfredo on a first date but I'm probably not going to do something even if I get those type of dishes I'm not going to eat necessarily huge huge portions because again Stomach control, gas control, bloating control, <laughs> breath I'm not going to lie. Well, definitely breath, but like, you know, being married for several years and um, my intestinal situation has changed since having my child. I feel like after I eat, I am burping all the time and I'm just like, That's why I'm, like, you I'm so be sorry. I am so sorry. That's why and you've it, got to be mindful. I can legit just drink ginger ale and i'm just like burping all over the place. Mm-hmm. and imagine that being on a first date with somebody absolutely right? because not those right first impressions are everything now you may be yeah. able to get away with cutting up a little bit on a fourth or fifth date because hey we've you know i've seen you i've gotten a sense for you whatever now we're getting into our humanity that the right. first date impression matters they decided to go to love walk Truly. <laughs> and Colin first, mind you, his name is Colin in the freaking movie, makes their burrito. First of all, the way I screamed, <laughs> I was like, Bridget, that would have been the icing on the cake. I was, I loved it so freaking much. Um, he's actually legit one of my favorite actors. So you don't think it would have been crazy if Renee Zellweger popped out of the back though? That would have been icing on the freaking cake. But yes and no, they were making more of a nod to love actually. So like. Uh, so so you want why... Kira? Well, who was he with? On, he went with Kira. Who was he with on love actually? I don't, I don't remember because he was, 
I thought the father of the son who was in love with the brown girl. <laughs> so mm, yeah, it's been a little bit for me, love. Actually, it's been a minute because Kira Knightley, it was the friend, the best friend, coming to try to woo her. Andrew Lincoln, I love him messy. from The Walking Dead. Messy, uh, you come if you come to the door with signage. That's you're wild. Rick from Walking Dead. Yeah, that was pretty intense. Well, you still could have gave me Bridget Jones and I would have I would have swooned because rom-com tie-in. Love it. Of course. We get a chance to know about Yas and her relationship. I really liked how she phrased essentially the red flags that popped up in her relationship. She said, snoozing through alarms of her relationship. I was like, oh, that was poetic in a poetic saying of like, yeah, we just kind of didn't recognize the signs. Do you wave at boats? Yes. I wave at truckers as well. Do you? Yeah. But you know, I'm a generally over, one could say over friendly person. Honestly, I like to engage with strangers. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I get what she's saying, though. Remember, I do. I don't know if you remember when we were in grad school together. Because, guys, that's how we met. We did grad school together. They, yeah. We were in a class, and they talked about social contracts. And one of these yes. social contracts is about that if someone speaks to you, someone acknowledges you, you acknowledge them back. So I get that. Like, it's like yeah. it's a general etiquette rule of, like, if somebody waves at you, you just standing there, you're an asshole. Like, it's it's in the social fabric of society. So if a but a boat full of people is waving, yes, I'm a wave. Her ex, Jules, he's an artist and he has big thoughts and big feelings on a lot of things. And apparently waving at boats is not one of them. <laughs> Can you imagine though, if your partner is judging you on something like that and you don't even know? And you don't even know. Like, how many things are you being judged on and you're never told? Like, actually, when we broke up, it wasn't just X, Y, and Z. It was because you weren't waving at boats. Like, well, damn. I mean, the way people chew. <laughs> the way, you know, and big stuff like your relationship with your mother. All those things matter. Yeah, but this is this is not that. How right? this you is... talk to waiters. Yeah, so that is like, I I don't just talk to waiters and waitresses. I make it a point of always asking people their names. And I was mm -hmm. on a date and the guy was like, get points for that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> didn't know that was something other people didn't do. You know, you acknowledge people because that's who's serving you and they're helping you and whatever. So I just wonder how often you're truly being judged on things you don't even think about. Tell me, let me know. <laughs> I don't like you to do that. I say this in all my relationships, friendships, and otherwise, I am not a mind reader. So if you got something to say, say it to my face. Because mind you, I will say it to yours. Okay. Reciprocity. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, tells Dom that she's the one that broke it off. And she broke it off because of a, a tribe called Crookwood. <laughs> This, this section was really cute to me, her running down what led to the breakup. Apparently, she was trying to bring Spice back into the relationship, and her boyfriend didn't like the hummus on her breath, but he, he wanted her to serve him. Give him the first plate, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Musical taste is important, but these are the facts. That is very true. And her new model in life is, if you made the hummus, you should get the head, apparently. <laughs> And they are on this journey to retrieve keys to her former flat. 
um, because the key that she had, he apparently changed the locks. They go on this, <laughs> this adventure to his mom's house. I'm like, yeah. all this for an album? Yeah. And yeah, I get it to an extent, but I I thought this was interesting, right? So his mom's loved her, welcomed her with open arms and her weird little friend because nobody in that party liked him. Nobody liked Dom. Well, except for I the thought, guy who was jamming out to his one track at the end. Were you surprised by his music choices? They seem like sad boy music. You know, he's going through some things. I was like, this tracks. Yeah. This tracks so much. And one of the uncles at the party was pretty much like, yeah, go into that drawer up there. It's the underwear drawer. Who puts an underwear drawer in the middle of the hallway, though? The way the house was built in and of itself, I was trying to get a a sense for how things were because I've never been in... England. south london yeah and i'm like how are the houses built like somebody you came in Tight. you went you went outside like where's i'm missing a lot of house like i don't know where anything is so everybody's on top of everybody over there yeah yeah so but it was it is weird why would you put your underwear in a drawer that sits outside your door unless you want someone to be rifling through i don't know exactly exactly but he's hurt because he overhears yes saying that she was only hanging out with him because he was he was sad. She was sorry for him. I mean, should he be that surprised, though? I think he would be surprised, right? Because not only did she follow along with him after the party, she made it a point to come help him at that restaurant. So I'd be like, you're doing a lot of charity, if that's all I am to you. Like, you ain't got nothing else going on with your life. You ain't got nothing else better to do. Because I didn't ask you for all this. I didn't ask you to come do all this with me so jules mom's house was a bus but they managed to get a freaking moped (laughs) and they were off to see his friend mona mona was hilarious mona's like what do i get out of this scenario she's like this is not the fucking avengers like (laughs) like the goodness of your heart I love that the way they were able to pay Mona was through a karaoke song, a a cute nod to how they supposedly first met, according to their story with Gia. Do you like karaoke? Uh, uh, I've only done it less than a handful of times, and it was a lot of fun. My question to you, though, is do you have a favorite karaoke song? I don't like doing karaoke as shocking as really because I you love, love to, to sing. sing right I love to sing but I don't like to perform it's like a big difference to me like I enjoy singing singing in my house singing you know around people but to actually get up and perform oh I don't have that I, I'm not built like that so I find it really find you it did like, chorus and dance and and I and I enjoyed my time in choir and all those things but usually that's with a group of people I'd never enjoyed solos like I've done solos I remember one time in middle school not a couple times I like faked sick so I didn't have to sing my solo because of my anxiety so I think oh I my. just realized like having to step out and perform on my own just made me really nervous now I found ways to with my anxiety now so it probably wouldn't even be as bad but I think yeah. that's the biggest thing for me is just like the putting on a show but once you give me some alcohol 
you know, then it happens and we're fine. So if you <laughs> gave me, yeah, if I was drunk, then yes, I'm gonna perform. But the times I performed, the, the last time I can remember performing, I did with another lady. Um, the boy is mine, Brandy and Monica. I love a good sweet Caroline. Da, da, da. Um, but real talk, if I were to do it again, I feel like I would do Breakaway, Kelly Clarkson. Because hmm. like the thing about karaoke for me is like, I need to know all the words and I want a belt. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel I like I would do, wings and I'll learn definitely would do pop. I feel like a Britney or Easy. something just fun pop. I was even, I got Riri. busted. I got busted at the airport uh, the other day because it was, they were playing NSYNC is going to be me. And so, you know, I'm immediately, I'm doing hand gestures. I'm doing, the guy who's sitting here, I just hear him start laughing. So I look over, he's like, it's your song, huh? And I was like, yes, good old NSYNC. Literally, right Don't now. Don't judge me. My favorite part, the bridge. All that I do, all that I do is not enough for you. Yeah. I love, I love it. Love me some instinct. So it'd probably be something pop for sure. So yeah, Rihanna, Britney Spears, early days, Christina Aguilera, Janie in a Bottle, one of those in sync. Uh, give me something. But I, what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to try to tackle a vocalist. I will not be singing Mariah, Whitney, any of those. <laughs> well, Kelly is a vocalist uh, in some respects, but I just love Breakaway so much. I don't know. We should do it. <gasps> Ashley, there's there's one. There's a karaoke bar here. We should do it. Um, well, I'm observing visits. dry January right now, so I can't have my liquid courage. But once I'm back on the alcohol train, I'll okay. let you know. Noted. And this is a first for me, too. And it's it's fine. Like, I don't mind going this time without drinking. I don't mind it at all. So Welcome. Because, you know, I barely be drinking. I mean, I only have this today because I need to finish the bottle that I opened like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't drink anywhere near as much as I used to. But I think coming off of like the holidays, my birthday, I was just like, my body has had enough. So we're just going to abstain for a while. So I appreciate that. Well, they get the key and they make it to Jules flat. Be careful who you give your spare keys out to is the lesson of this story. When I tell you, I never trusted yes with her enthusiasm of getting in this house. I just was like, <laughs> and, you know, my spidey senses were alerted when she found the moon cup and dropped it in the rice. And I'm then, not touching another woman's moon cup. That is what I am saying with my bare fingers. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We we find out that Jules is hanging out with Tabby, who was apparently his life coach, <laughs> who's now Bay, and they're out of the country supposedly until they're not, <laughs> and they show up to their own home with strangers in their houses. She's a badass, by the way. She was just in the brother's son, so the fact that now I'm seeing her in this type of role, I'm like, she is a badass. Okay, is she? Yes, she is. You know, I was feeling some kind of way because it's like, oh, so you go from this black sister to this Asian girl. I'm like, stereotypical Asian <laughs> white girl. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Ashley. I do. <laughs> and and the fact that, you know, she apparently, he apparently doesn't have all the rules 
that he had with yes with the new girl too is like interesting but people be different in new relationships you know what i mean you never know until they're not sure who you said it not i yeah how 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 soon how early how fresh is this relationship we'll see they take the vinyl but they ruin some of his art and we find out that it was jules who broke up with her and not the other way dom is like you know what uh we can't move forward (laughs) you lied to me on day one he's like at least gia waited and yes really pouring out her heart telling her like yeah he broke up with her and she was crying for weeks and stalking everyone's on social media and he told that to his friends and she doesn't have any friends left all she has is cast now that really saddens me but then it also kind of solidifies like not everybody's truly your friend if you're gonna believe certain things so quickly and not even check in with me you're probably not worth my time Mm, speak on it delora but they said some pretty ugly stuff to one another before they part ways ashley were you surprised that things didn't end up rosy after day one? No, you always got to have that conflict where the protagonists have to go their separate ways and all of that. But I felt like she was more responsible for the ugliness of that conversation that he was. Like, I felt like she was embarrassed. And because of that, she lashed out, right? And I'm like, if you could just take a couple breaths you could just take a minute right this is not his fault this is residual frustration and anger and embarrassment from your relationship take a breath so that was unfortunate I remember she said something like the last thing she said and he just didn't say anything else and I was like that would have been me like there is nowhere else for us to go I'm gonna let you have that and I'm gonna go (laughs) because there's nothing else to be said with us knowing the truth and this big reveal about yes in her relationship were you surprised by the actions she took throughout this film when when dealing with dom no because it's probably just a distraction right from her own ish that she had going on if she had been in a funk herself then you know it's like a rescue mentality but also distraction it's like well I can't fix what happened with me so let me go try to help somebody else and help fix him and what he's has going on but also if there was some level of an attraction then it was like well maybe this could be my next thing even though I don't think it's for the best to move on this quickly I think one should let your heart heal like I remember hearing somebody recently say because I always say this about how quickly people move on to Hollywood if you're truly in love somebody it takes time to restore yourself, right? It takes time to move on internally from that person in that situation. So he's been broken up with his girlfriend of six years for three months. How long has Jazzy been broken up? Can do we? Is this the best time for us to be trying to start something new? But that's just me. I think it's interesting that you chose the word distraction because for me, I thought maybe she did it out of empathy. Like, oh, I've been there. I've done that. Mm -hmm. And let me try to make, you know, make your day better because I know what what it's like to be in your shoes, so to speak. Right. I think you're making her a nicer person than she may be, but you could be right though. I don't know. I had, I had a lot of faith in yes uh, up until this point. 
And I still feel like I don't understand why Jules decided to break up with her. He kept saying that she will ruin his life, but what did she do that was so awful, right? Unless she's just a mess, like, you know, a messy person. I get the sense it's probably like uh, one of those where you would have to be in a relationship with somebody for a period of time to see their, like, possibly being self-destructive and because I mean we even saw that kind of with the job opportunity right I remember I was so annoyed at first when she got that call and the lady was like hey we need to push this back and then she just hung up on her I'm like are you really putting this guy you just met over a job opportunity but it's really out of her own fear so it's like maybe she did a lot of things over the course of their relationship that was self-destructive and he felt like he got pulled into that but he was just a dick I mean again I ain't like either one of their exes. So I was like, both of y'all seem like y'all are better off without them. Like they made them really not great people. Absolutely. I mean, him literally holding up his nose up to everything because, you know, he's the artist, you know. And his stuff was shit. Yeah. I was like, what in the who are we doing with these trees, these colorful trees? I'm like, uh, it's giving Dr. Seuss, okay? Or look like something from back in the 80s, like decor that you would have found back in the 80s somewhere or something. Like, I don't know whose art installation this you thought this was working for, but it does. No, it's not it for me. But art is subjective. So that is for darn sure. (laughs) Well, Dom and Yes have their time apart. I feel like it's a bit unclear on how long this is i'm assuming months have gone by but i am proud of dom for moving out of his parents house (laughs) and yes taking on a costume design project Uh, but they were very much still on each other's minds so that day meant a lot to both of them they get invitations to nathan's new show this one is featuring um booties (laughs) <laughs> uh, my favorite line from him was we know more about neptunes than the human ass <laughs> who who wrote this this they had me cackling ultimately yes got her a boat waiver and <laughs> <laughs> not an ass man though he was such a gentleman at the show would not look at back. the show when the lady yeah. was like that's my look look that's mine no nope. it's okay so a gentleman and a scholar <laughs> <laughs> Ashley did you have a favorite location on their day together a favorite location hmm it's a good question I don't know if I feel like I had a favorite location I liked the karaoke spot just because it was fun. It was a fun moment in the film. And Mm -hmm. I also um, liked the apartment, the loft of Yaz's ex. Because I liked the loft. Okay. My favorite was the park when they were sitting on the bench. I thought it was cute and peaceful. All right, Ashley, what are your final thoughts for rye lane final thoughts for rye lane i'm happy to see to your point two ordinary 20 somethings black 20 somethings getting a chance at a uh, love story 
and uh, rom-com in this way. And I think of a lot of the rom-com endings, this one did not make me roll my eyes because I have a tendency at the end of a lot of rom-coms to be like, okay, we're, we're good. We're done. It just ends up being really, really corny. And yeah. uh, I didn't have the feeling like that with this because it wasn't this big epic, let's come together and have a makeout scene and all of that. It was it was much more like, you know, every day, like, hey, let's see if we can make this thing work. Let's go spend some more time together. And let's see what happens. So it was a little yeah. bit more open-ended uh, in that way to me. But I mean, it was delightful. And my grade stands at a B. And I hope to see more from these two young actors. What about you? Absolutely. I agree with everything you said, Ashley. I I loved how colorful it was. I love how youthful it was, but it also was like palatable. It wasn't like, it wasn't giving like euphoria. You know how sometimes <laughs> with the newer generation, there's certain projects that feel like, I think I'm a little bit out of my death here. <laughs> I think I've aged out of this demographic. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And I didn't feel that way about this film. And I, I, I appreciated the humor. I appreciated the performances and the magical realism of um, how things played out. I just thought it was just like a lot of fun and it was well lit too. Like shout out to lighting, the lighting people who know how to light brown skin, black folks. Like they Indeed. looked moisturized and not like lost. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. or chalky it was a lot of fun and shout out to Vivian who got nominated for a BAFTA best actress that's actually part of the reason why I was motivated to uh, do this film because she was a bit of a surprise for that category and shout out to my girlfriend Kylia who first told me about this movie when it first came out last year it it was always on my list and I'm glad we got a chance to do it, Ashley. All right. So if there's nothing else, time for hidden gems. All right. I have one hidden gem for this week and that falls in line with rom-com world that we've been talking about. It's Queen Bees on Netflix. Rest in peace to James Caan, who was one of the stars of this film, along with Ellen Burstyn. Loretta Devine is also in this film. Um, It is about a woman who is of a certain age and her family is trying to push her to move into like a retirement community. She does not want to, but it's kind of ends up being forced to and she has to deal with the politics of the retirement community, right? From a bunch of mean girls in quotes to, you know, just her overall feelings about staying in this environment. And then love comes along in the complications of that so I enjoyed it it kind of gives you the vibe of a something's gotta give or something along those terms of like the mature love story you know what I'm saying okay yeah and so I enjoyed it it's one of it's my only hidden gem for this week because I've watched a lot but this is one of the few things I actually enjoyed and will watch again I want to give a special shout out to a previous hidden gem of mine real quick the Diplomat. I am re-watching The Diplomat because I have realized that my first watch through, I misjudged that show. I watched it originally just because I love Carrie Russell. And I remember saying, I think on the mic, that 
I feel like the only thing that really kept me was the relationship between her and her husband. No. She was a badass in that show. She was a badass. Okay. Her character, her position, what she was doing in terms of her job uh, for the country, she did her thing. Her husband was the impediment to her success, if anything. So wow. I just had to say that on the mic because I got I got it all wrong. And I'm looking forward to season two now that I've rewatched it and gotten a better sense again of what went down in season one. So Carrie Russell, do your thing. That's all I got, Delora. What about you? All right, Ashley, thank you. I have four hidden gems. All right, so for some of these, actually all of them, uh, <laughs> I picked them because they are on theme to the movie we just completed. Whether it's British or uh, a day in life, like two people walking around uh, a town, I just wanted to bring relevant hidden gems to this particular conversation. So the first one is the iconic... Chewing Gum uh, by Michaela Cole. It's available on Netflix. It came out back in 2015. Uh, I talked about how much I love British humor. This show was just perfect. It spoke to ordinary British people living in a particular apartment um, following uh, Michaela Cole's character. It just, it's a lot of fun. Highly recommend Boxing Day is a movie that came out in 2021. This one, again, very British, very Black. That's what I wanted to highlight. Black British people in particular. This movie is available on Prime. Aja Naomi King is in it. It's, again, fun, cute. There's Jamaican British people in it as well. I don't know if I said that correct. I don't I don't know how British people do their nationalities when people migrate. I don't either, I, but we watched this over the holidays last year. I really loved this movie. Yeah, super cute. The next one, The Sun is also a star. This one about two strangers, two teens walking around New York City, falling in love, <laughs> starring our boo, our booze, Yara Shahidi and Charles Milton based off of the lovely novel and then this book i read this one is also holiday themed it's called five gold rings it's by Kristen bailey this is a novel and it's about two co-workers walking around london delivering rings and it's a romance, of course. It's a it's a rom-com. It is absolutely hilarious and endearing. It does not have spice in it, but it was very sweet. And I thought it'd be worth mentioning. So those are my hidden gems this week. Very nice, guys. Thank you for sticking with us for today's episode as we recap Rye Lane. If you enjoyed it and you have any comments or thoughts, please feel free to share it with us. We are on all the things. We look forward to seeing you guys next time. In the meantime, please share this episode with your friends, family, loved ones, everyone. Until next time, be blessed. Bye.